ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Hubbard here for your Talking Tesla, Elon Daily, whatever the heck this thing is called, Friday, May 24th. I'm on the road, and uh, you know that because there was no uh, chicka 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 music, right? So I'm on the road, but I've got a mic that works now, and it's a really good mic. I like this. I don't know if it's coming through that well because I'm in sort of a, a loud room without all my buffering and stuff, but it's the road. NT-USB, if you're into that kind of thing. And I know that some of you are geeks, and you are. And that music you can hear in the background, perhaps. Hear that? Yeah, that is the music of SpaceX on hold. So we've just had a successful launch and uh, landing of the first stage of the first 60 Starlink. Well, actually, it's not the first because it's already up there. The next 60 Starlinks that have been put into orbit, and we're waiting, or I am waiting here in a lonely hotel room, for uh, deployment to occur and some more information. So if that occurs by the time I've finished this recording, we will chat about it. But the thing to talk about this evening, or today, I should say, because I'm actually laying this down the night before, of course, is that uh, Elon has said, actually, in an email, a super secret email that has now been leaked, of course, because you can't send an email to lots of employers without getting leaked, but he sent this to employers saying, we're right on the cusp. We're on the edge of having our biggest quarter of deliveries Ever Remember that in Q4 2018, Tesla de- delivered a record 90,700 cars. So that was a mix of S and X and obviously lots of threes. And that quarter was followed by a terrible quarter in Q1. And then obviously they went off and uh, got lots of uh, money, $2.7 billion. And the email says this, and I'll read it in my best voice. As of yesterday, we had over 50,000 net new orders for this quarter. Based on current trends, we have a good chance of exceeding the record 90,700 deliveries of Q4 last year, making this the highest delivery sales quarter in Tesla history. What? What? He goes on to say, in order to achieve this, we need sustained output of 1,000 Model 3s per day. Almost all parts of the Model 3 production system have exceeded 1,000 units on multiple days. Congratulations, in quotes. And we've averaged about 900 a day this week. So we're only 10% away from 7,000 a week. And he says, rally hard because, you know, we can do this. Will they do it? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I hope so, because that would be good. We've been really worried about if there is enough demand for Tesla. So I think if they have their biggest quarter ever, then that will make us... Ah, oh, someone's talking in the third person. That'll make me think, well, maybe there is demand for this. I gotta tell you, I just ro- drove up the coast up to Santa Cruz and uh, so many Model 3s, so many Model 3s. I stopped at actually two superchargers. I stopped at the Madonna Inn, lots of Model 3s along the highway up the 101, lots of Model 3s. I then stopped in a Tuscadero because I uh, made a little error in uh, my judgment of how much charge I need. And again, lots of Model 3s. And I plugged in at the Monoda in and I got 128 kilowatts. It wasn't sustained, didn't last very long. And then I got to a Tuscadero. And they have not upgraded the Tuscadero supercharger. It's still just a standard 120 watt. Most of the ones I've checked here in California have been upgraded to 150 kilowatt superchargers, but not that one. And when I got there, it was at 30 kilowatts, but then it got a bit faster later on. And already since I spoke, uh, was it yesterday, about getting an electric lawnmower and actually giving it to my gardener, a lot of people have asked, well, which one do you get? Because apparently a lot of people have been uh, looking for electric such motors. And now I don't want to endorse this because, you know, we haven't had it long enough and uh, Luis is going to be out there, you know, trialing it in lots of different places and I'll be able to give you sort of a better follow-up. But I got this one called EVgo Power 20-inch 56-volt lithium-ion cordless 
lawnmower. Um, and it costs about, people were asking this as well, it says here, $275, so that's without the battery. And so there's a number of different batteries you can get. You can get a 5-amp hour. You can get the 7.5-amp hour. And I got 5-amp hour battery. And that was another, I can't remember exactly, but about 150 bucks or something like that. So you can uh, get the combo for under $500, probably around $400. So uh, that's the one I got. Like I say, I don't know if it's the best one. I will let you know. But so many people, so many people too. So many people asking me what I got. Consumer Reports has weighed in on Autopilot and they haven't been very nice. They are pretty critical of Autopilot saying, you know, it's really not ready for prime time. And I'm sure that Elon is going to have some words to say about that. Again, I sort of agree, as we've talked a lot about here. Autopilot is good if you're fully engaged, but please be careful with this thing because it is still getting up to speed, as it were. And I've got to tell you that I don't have Autopilot. I just drove uh, five and a half hours. No autopilot. What kind of an animal drives without autopilot? Well, mine just stopped working. Um, The last software update that I got on the S, it just stopped working. And on the 3, it comes and goes. So I've got to send both of these cars back to go get them fixed, as it were. It's kind of strange that in both the 3 and the S, autopilot has decided not to work. And it's weird in the S, and this is why you've got to be very careful. When I got this the latest software update, which adds sentry mode and all this stuff, it stopped working. So I linked that. Maybe it's not uh, true that that's what caused it. Even engaging just uh, cruise control, like, okay, I just want to cruise at 70 miles an hour. Okay, I'll do the driving. It'll cruise along at 70 miles an hour for maybe two, three seconds, and then just start to slow down, slow down, 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 50, 40, 45, and like, oh my gosh. So just completely non-functional. Probably just a problem with my car, but if you are getting the latest updates, just be careful. Make sure that you are fully engaged when you first use Autopilot the first few times, just in case this is a more generalized software bug and not just something that has gone haywire in my car. And now let us go to China, shall we? China, yes, Gigafactory 3. Well, um, May 29th, they're having a job fair and they need welders and stampers and engineers and all of this stuff. And so uh, very exciting. Apparently in uh, the newsletter that went out, there was discussion about the fact that this is going to be a state-of-the-art factory. It's going to be like an alien dreadnought, but we still need humans. And um, remarkable, right? Still just remarkable how fast this come up. And if you go into somewhere like Teslarati, you'll see that there's now some pictures of what the factory looks like inside. And it's pretty bare bones right now it's just lots of factory floor and the concrete is in and the pylons are up and and it looks like any factory before they put in the equipment but it is spectacularly impressive how quickly they've put this puppy up and now they need the humans to start to come in to get trained to be part of uh, gigafactory 3 which is going to produce model 3s and model y's and again i am stunned and i hope the demand is there and i hope this is very successful and i hope that a Tesla becomes very profitable because we really need this company to survive. And let me just say this. May I just say this? You know, um, I always ask people to go into iTunes, leave a rating and review, and not all of the reviews, frankly, are positive. Can't imagine why. But the reviews that I really don't like are those people that say, I don't like this show one star because he is critical of Tesla. I don't see the point of being a fanboy or girl. I don't see the point of being completely uncritical. I just need Tesla to survive. I'm fascinated by Tesla and I really think that it's an important company, maybe the most important company in the world. And I think that Elon is a genius, although he's not a stable genius. 
There are fanboy and fangirl sort of YouTube sites and podcasts that you can listen to, but I don't see the point. I think that we have to sort of hold this uh, dude up to the light and this company and praise them when they're doing well and critique them when they're not doing well. I see this podcast like I do when I speak to my friends and family members. Should I get a Tesla? I give them the good and the bad because I feel like responsible for that. If they get a Model 3 and they don't like it, then I want to have at least given them you know, real information. Just saying good things all the time, I think, is stupid. So uh, I don't think that's a fair criticism. I give them lots of praise when they do good things, but also I think it is an important thing to also be critical of them when I and you and all of us think that they could have done things better. Is that reasonable? I think it's reasonable. T plus two minutes and ten seconds. Let's stand by and watch. Of the boy. You can hear the team in the background. Uh, this is an incredible moment for SpaceX. You can see those flat-packed Starlink satellites slowly gliding away from the top of the second stage. This is the highest number of satellites, uh, highest number of satellites that SpaceX has ever deployed in a single time. deployment mechanisms between those uh, spacecraft, so they really are just uh, slowly fanning out like a deck of cards into space. So there you have it. A 60 Starlink satellites, they're up, they're deployed, and uh, basically they just like vomited out these uh, satellites and then they're just sort of slowly separating. We'll have to see more uh, video about this later and sort of understand how they're going to then deploy around the worldy world because uh, that was about all of the uh, video that they showed tonight. And supposedly, and you might know this better than me now because you're a future person, that they can start communicating with these satellites in short order within a, a few hours. So we might even do a very special weekend edition of this to see how that Starlink functional deployment went. The physical deployment appears to have worked incredibly well. This is exciting. I've said it before. If you have a company that can do distributed solar energy across the world and distributed internet access, well, one, very profitable, but two, the good that this could do in the world is really amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I love Tesla. I love SpaceX. I love the possibility, the fact that this stuff is happening. So if sometimes I'm critical, I'm sorry. But boy, this is the most exciting company in the world right now. And I do think it is the most important. The show is Talking Tesla. This is Elon Daly. My name is Mel Herbert, and I will speak to you. I'm going to speak to you on the weekend. I'm going to do it. Herbert out.